listeners and welcome to another edition of Testify here on Eden FM. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses and thank you so much for taking the time uh, to tune in this evening. Yes, Eden FM, your voice in paradise. That is the name of this radio station and a reminder that this program is also published on podcast. So if you don't get to listen to the whole program, please, you are more than welcome uh, to listen to it again on Anchor and to share the link with anybody that you uh, wish to do so with. Uh, Hopefully it is a program that will keep you inspired um, and will um, actually instill hope in you again uh, in terms of the guests that I have with me this evening. But let's start off with a prayer first. The name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Father God, thank you for this opportunity once again, Lord, uh, to bring you into our midst so that we can testify about your glory. Thank you, Lord, for every listener that's tuned in, Lord, whether it is live this evening or on podcast in the future. Please bless them, dear Lord, in their endeavors. Please, Lord, help to strengthen their mind, Lord, and keep them focused on you and not be distracted, Lord, by what is happening in the world and around them. Father God, please bring peace into their hearts, Lord, and help them to hear you through the intercession of the Holy Spirit over these next few minutes as um, I engage with my guest. Thank you for this radio station as well, Lord. Bless the work of their hands and expand their territory, Father God, in terms of broadcasting your holy word and testimonies about you. Thank you, dear Lord, that we have this privilege to come before you this evening. Amen. Amen. And so that is the voice of my guest this evening. Her name is Anthea Nagur, and she's all the way from Durban in South Africa. She works for Focus on the Family, and she coordinates the program called Alive to Thrive, which is a program um, that is about suicide prevention in teens mainly, but not only in teens, I believe. The need is much greater than that. But before we go into that detail, I'm going to say hello to Anthea. Good evening, Anthea. Hello, Ingrid. Great to be here. Lovely. It's not Anthea's first time on the program. She's been part, or at least presented um, this program to listeners about two years ago, I think it was, or just over a year ago. And it's being offered again, and therefore I've asked Anthea to come and engage again with the listeners. 
So Anthea, first of all, let's start off uh, uh, to share with the listeners a bit about you. Tell the listeners who you are and a little bit of your background. Thanks so much, Ingrid. So I'm Anthea Nagur, and I'm the Director of Counseling at Focus on the Family Africa. For the past five years now, um, part of my job and my role is to um, manage and head up the counseling center. Um, I'm involved in uh, counseling as well as a qualified counselor. Um, I do counseling um, on different types of problems, including suicide as well and depression. I also manage a team there as well and am involved in the administration as well of courses, workshops like this one that we'll be speaking about today. Awesome, thank you so much, Anthea. And there's a lot more to her, which we'll find out a bit later on in the program. But for now, I'd like Anthea to tell us about Focus on the Family and the program that we will be discussing or that you're going to be offering uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and just, yes, enlighten listeners about that. Please, Anthea. Yes, so Ingrid Focus on the Family is a Christian organization. We are an NGO and we are dedicated to helping families thrive. We've been doing this for more than over, um, over uh, 30 years. We provide help and resources for couples, for parents and for youth. Um, one of the things about Focus on the Family is we are a trusted brand. So we provide biblical resources to help people grow in their faith, to raise their kids and to help young people find God. So the program that we're talking about is actually a biblical guide to preventing suicide. It is called A Life to Thrive and Ingrid, it was, it was created by 18 Christian professional, highly experienced counselors in Focus on the Family US and they created this manual. Um, so I took the manual and I created a workshop, an online interactive workshop, so that this manual can come alive. And I uh, decided to also make it, uh, give it a South African approach as well, um, instead of American, so that it can be relevant to our South African attendees. So this guide is a biblical approach. So it has, it's different to any other suicide prevention approach, because it has a strong faith component, because we know that faith is, a, is an important factor in preventing young people from suicide, because faith builds hope. And so this program is really a preventative tool. It is really for anyone that works on the front lines with young people and interacts with young people. But like you said yourself, Ingrid, it really can be a tool to help anyone that is thinking about suicide. So what people can expect from it is really to understand the causes behind suicide, what are problem behaviors, what actually leads to a suicide, and how can we really be proactive as a nation in steering young people away from suicidal thinking in the first place? Oh my word, that is so, so important, Anthea. Um, and I mean, more and more, I believe that this is something that's required for our young people because they are bombarded with so many things in life that they need to distill and grapple with and try to find their sense of identity and belonging. Um, and certainly something like this is required. What are some of the stats that you've um, encountered uh, in terms of the need for something like this 
uh, or that you've encountered in research that actually just gives an indication of the problem? Absolutely. And so Ingrid, it's one of the reasons why I had to do a, a workshop um, on suicide prevention because, and we started this in 2020, you know, because we saw how suicide rates increased. Now in the lockdown between March and July, 2020, there were 1,800 suicides, suicides, completed suicides in South Africa alone. We know it's a worldwide problem, but in South Africa, it is more severe. So that is just some stats to give you an indication. Kauteng was the highest and KZN was the second highest. And then the, so the other provinces as well. We saw that um, learners in the Western Cape province, um, the amount of learners that were committing suicide was three times more than before COVID. So that just gives you an indication of what is happening currently. So suicide in South Africa, there's about, we up to now 23 suicide attempts per day. And that's just not, that's just not young people. We know that the leading cause of death, one of the leading causes of death um, in young people in the age 15 years to 19 years is suicide because depression and depression is something that young people are facing and not just young people as well. So these are just some of the stats. We know that COVID-19 has triggered many psychosocial issues and people are, are struggling. Um, so there's a lot of depression. We're seeing a lot of anxiety. We're seeing a lot of panic, financial stress. Parents are stressed. And this is just what we're seeing um, daily, Ingrid. Wow, yes, a very, very dire subject, but one that's so important for us to not ignore. We're going to continue the conversation with, An with Anthea after this next song. I think let's, as we're listening to it, just uh, reflect on what's happening in your own life and those around you. And as we continue the conversation this evening, dear listeners, I want you to make this personal. Because I think sometimes we always think outside of our families, outside of yourself. Um, and when I say make it personal is to actually ask yourself, am I maybe in this situation and I'm just not um, brave enough to actually accept it or brave enough to say that I am. So listen to this next song and help, may it help you to discern and reflect. And this song is called Love is a Name by Jesus Culture. We will fix 
Welcome back, dear listeners. 
You are listening to Testify here on Eden FM. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and this evening my guest is Anthea Nagur from Focus on the Family, and she heads up the program called Alive to Thrive. That song was called Love as a Name by Jesus Culture. And uh, before we took a break to go to that song, I invited you to reflect on your own situation. And Anthea, I did that very intentionally because I think it's so important that we speak into the subject, not only as one standing from the outside looking in, but also on a personal level. What would you say about that in terms of self-reflection? Ingrid, I think that's a great question. Um, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty um, that has been, you know, there in the last three years with COVID and COVID has, has triggered a lot of things, as I said earlier. So because of this uncertainty, I mean, for some, they have been retrenched, some have lost jobs. We've got a 65% um, unemployment rate in South Africa. Um, some are going through financial stress. So everyone, you know, has to take some time to reflect on and reassess what it is that they are facing and dealing with. Because we know that mental health, there's still a stigma. There are many that are struggling and suffering in silence, which is why it's important to, uh, that we speak out um, about what we're facing. And, uh, and to say that in essence, it's that, it's that people um, need to break the stigma. And the more that we hear people testify and speak out, depression is, it can be overcome. There are more that have won the battle to depression and suicide than those that have lost the battle. So there is help available. And I'm sure we'll speak about that later on. Yes, we will speak about that. And I'm thinking maybe we can go into that a little bit now, because we've now told, uh, you know, I mean, our invitation to listeners is to do yes. some self-reflection. So if a listener gets to a point where they say, look, I have been in this space for so long. I've tried to manage it. Because sometimes it's not necessarily suicidal thoughts, but it's on that cusp of depression that can so easily spiral. What are some of the things or guidelines that you will give uh, to somebody listening now to just do that reflection? Because you're saying, yes, you must do it, but how? How, how, how do I look into myself and say, let me just take a, a, a checkpoint with myself? How would you recommend that? Absolutely. So there are things, signs and symptoms to look for. I think it's important if someone is struggling for a couple of weeks, a few weeks to pay attention to that and not ignore it or think that it's going to go away. So things like um, in terms of reflecting on your eating and your sleeping, you know, is there a problem there? Are there gaps there? Why is it a problem? And then to go to the doctor if you need to. Um, I think many are, as I said, suffering in silence and not wanting to, to get help for when we, when we need help. You know, if you get injured on your, if you have a knee injury when you are playing soccer, you're going to go to the doctor, right, if it hurts really bad. So why, when it's emotionally hurting so bad, we don't get help or we don't speak to someone for help. So it's important to reach out to your support structure. Who is your support structure? We know that those who have a good support structure, who feel supported, do well when they're going through challenges in, in life. So that is, that is a factor. 
in terms of, you know, if you're having suicidal thoughts um, and if you're feeling generally hopeless, because hopelessness is linked to suicide, if suicidal people are in a lot of pain. They, some don't want to die. It's really a cry for help. Many who attempt suicide are reaching, are crying out for help. They don't see a way out. So suicide is seen as the only option. Now with young people, their brains are not fully yet developed. They are unable to see uh, things holistically. They're unable to think about options. So for them, suicide is seen as the easy option, as a way to end the pain. So there are many areas to look at, as I said, physically, mentally, um, emotionally, spiritually as well. Um, it's important to look at where you are spiritually with God. You know, if you if you having, we hear this often in the counseling space, Ingrid, where people start to doubt God or lose faith in God. That is also a really, really good symptom. If somebody is saying, you know, I give up on God or I don't really believe I'm losing my faith. We've seen that, you know, and then as you use the word spiral, I like that word, that is the downward spiral. If that continues and there's no intervention, then that only leads further and further towards a suicide attempt. So yes, we can interrupt it and we can steer them away through um, things like counseling, treatment, support structures, prayer. The, the best way is in a holistic approach. That is the best way. So all those things are important to consider. Absolutely. At this, song, at this point, we're going to go to another song. And this one is called Waymaker by Leland. And it's certainly God is a God that makes a way through all things and all our challenges. And as Anthea said now, you know, that sense of hopelessness is what leads and is linked to suicide. So may we never lose hope. And may the song continue also to manifest hope within you. Miracle work, promise keep 
Welcome back, your listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and with me is Anthea Nagul from Focus on the Family, um, and she heads up the Alive to Thrive campaign. So, uh, and program that's about to, uh, or that they are offering in the next couple of weeks. So, Anthea, before the program, we spoke about a self check. We spoke about how to not ignore that, and how hopelessness is linked to suicide. So now what do we do? What does a listener that's listening now do when they realize for themselves that they are in this, this, this context, this process, this stage, or they observe this in a loved one? What would they do? How do you reach out for help? And what is the kind of help that Focus on the Family uh, has to offer? Yes, Ingrid, it's so important. Um, those that reach out to help, uh, they are the ones that can uh, able to overcome the depression and the suicide because it can be overcome. And so with that said, um, those that um, are, it's often a myth that those who are weak need counseling. It's actually the brave that seek help. And so there are so many helplines. There's a suicide crisis uh, helpline, you know, available on Google. There are many helplines that are even being created now with the rise of suicide that we've seen. So now more than ever, more help is available. We've adapted at folks in the family when we went into lockdown, we started doing online counseling. So that's created and opened up such a door because now we're available to help so many more people 
and reach more people than just opposed to just face-to-face -face and those that come to us locally. So online counseling, you can do that from right from your home and you don't have to go anywhere. And that is available to you on Focus on the Family on our website, which is www.safamily.co.za. You go on and you can write into us. So you can write about your problem and that email comes straight to our team and someone will respond. You know, often people are just looking for someone to reach out and, and, and to say, you know, I don't think, I don't think you're okay. And to really listen. Um, and sometimes people are in pain, but there's no one actually listening or paying attention because we're all too busy. So often to that person that wants to help their friend or sees their friend in pain, but doesn't know what to do, often to offer listening here and not to give advice, but just to sit with them and say, can I meet you for coffee? Is there something you would like to talk about? If not, I'm here to sit with you, making the time for someone who is in a lot of pain or struggling to say, you are, you are important, you matter, and I'm here. I'm gonna make the time, I'm available to meet with you, to sit with you. And then if it's something that is really serious and, you, and you're not in a position to help them, to then direct them, take them to the counselor, even phone and make an appointment for them, but don't leave it. I think it's important that we can be proactive in the season where we see so much of hopelessness and um, help is available. Yes, that is so, so true, Anthea. And I like the fact that you say, you know, don't just leave it there. I think sometimes our approach, especially as Christians, is to want to give advice or to want to say, oh, no, pray about it. Or want to say to people, oh, you know, but you know, God is there to help you. God will get you through. And um, we can easily disconnect with a person because we're just saying, go to the source, go to God. But in actual fact, we need to know when that person is in a space where you actually need to hold their hand through the process. What does one do though, when someone through all your attempts does not want to seek the help that you offer? Um, I mean, one can get to that point as well. And, and, and you as the individual that's walking with this loved one or person that you're concerned about, um, you know, just feels so helpless. What can we do in a case like that? I think that's a great question, Ingrid. So I've had quite a few cases, Ingrid, where um, the person themselves, the one that's struggling and having suicidal thoughts or hopeless, is not wanting to actually come and seek help themselves. So in those cases, some of their support structures of their family members or their friends actually brought them in, drove them to counseling. And so in some cases they didn't want to be there. So sometimes they, they don't want to be there, but because someone cared enough to bring them, take them, and there they are sitting in the counseling room. And you know what? They were so happy that they actually came. And so sometimes people are, are scared or reluctant to, to come out and speak to a total stranger, um, but only to find out that this that it is helpful and that it's just what they needed. So that's one of the things. But you know, when people are in a space and they don't want to, to get any help, then it is important to, to, in order to save their life, to admit them to hospital. So if a person is really saying no and don't take me, I'm not going, and putting up uh, putting up a fight about it then it is important to admit them into hospital where they can be treated. So yes, 
uh, admission to hospital is uh, a critical component in their recovery. Yeah, thank you for that very important information, Anthea, because I do think that those, you know, as someone on the outside looking at your loved one or experiencing this with your loved one, it is so difficult to really know, um, you know, when to intercede beyond a certain point. Um, and I just wanted, I, I felt it was important to raise that question because even the person, the loved one looking at the person that's going through this can become helpless and hopeless themselves as well. So thank you so much for that guidance. We, so, so Anthea, I believe that there is a course that is coming up soon within the next couple of weeks. Um, and, and this can also provide hope for a listener that is in, engaging on the program this evening or via podcast. Give us information about that program that Focus on the Family is about to um, start soon. Absolutely. So it's actually coming up next week. It is on the dates so of the 3rd of June. It's on over three Fridays. So it's Friday the 3rd of June, the 10th and the 17th of June at half past two to half past four. It is online. It is online so anyone can really sign up from wherever you are. And it is something that is an interactive live workshop. So you can, as you, you know, receive the information and there will also be a personal testimony from a mom who navigated over, uh, over more than 10 suicide attempts with her son who is now alive and well today. So we've included that as well, a live testimony. And um, we talk about things like problem behaviors. We talk about things like, all of the things that can lead or make children vulnerable to suicide so that we can address it when it's there. So people will be able to see the signs, the symptoms and identify those vulnerable youth and children before it gets to a point of crisis, before it gets anywhere near them ending their lives. So this is really a proactive approach. And as I said, it is, um, it, it, it is a spiritual um, approach as well. So it contains a, a faith element as well, because we know that those, uh, those young people that have a strong faith or, or godly values, secure godly values, actually do a lot better than those that don't. That's what the research tells us. So we talk about those things as well. We talk about technology and how much children are exposed to technology in this day and age and how that affects and how that's linked to suicide. There's so much information, Ingrid. There's so much and, and I'm so excited that people can get equipped so that we can prevent more suicides amongst young people. Absolutely. And now, you know, as you were talking and we were doing this segment, uh, I constantly keep on getting the image uh, of a story in the Bible where, well, more than one story, but one where the friends brought the sick, their sick friend to Jesus. And the other yes. way, the father came to Jesus to plead on behalf of his daughter that was ill. Um, and even the leper sitting there and saying, Jesus, help me, feeling totally distraught and so forth. So each one of those characters having the power through their faith uh, to find the healing uh, in the situation. And absolutely, thank you so much to Focus on the Family for taking this initiative as well. I know you run these programs on a regular basis. As I said, it's not the first time that you are a guest on Testify. And Testify certainly does support um, everything that Focus on the Family does and, and the programs that you run. And 
This is why we're here. We feel that it's so important uh, that more and more people are aware of the help that is available. Yes, thank you so much, Ingrid. Mm. We're going to go to another song now before we go into the last segment of uh, the program this evening. And this song is called Living Hope by Phil Wickham.
Welcome back, dear listeners. We are about to do the last um, component of the program this evening. I can't believe it. It was so fantastic talking to you, Anthea. Always, always good. Uh, and to hear about the, the initiatives from Focus on the Family, and especially this one uh, around uh, prevention of suicide called Alive to Thrive. Anthea, at this stage, I want to just diverse just a little bit. So we've spoken about you, about what you do at Focus on the Family and uh, your role there, but you also as a Christian and as an individual of strong faith, uh, also you are a Christian artist. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. I'd just like to spend a few minutes on just having the listeners hear your testimony of how you engage through song uh, and sharing your faith. Thanks, Ingrid. Yeah, you're putting me on the spot there. But I've been, uh, so I've been a worship leader since uh, 16, since the age of 16 years old. And I come from a family of ministry. And most of my, my cousins, my, yeah, my siblings are, or uh, my uncles, aunties are all in ministry. And uh, almost everyone plays an instrument and sings. So for us, it's not like it's anything out of the ordinary, you know. And uh, worship has been just a strong passion of mine. Um, and that's how I grew up, just being, uh, you know, worship, worshiping at church and leading worship. And for the last, I would say, um, nine years now, um, I've been, I've been a psalmist. I've been writing songs, and I've been, I've been releasing songs that God has just been giving me. Um, and I've just been, for me, it's just in obedience to what God is giving me in terms of releasing these songs. So. Um, yes, and I think the one that you're going to play actually that came out of a season of of having lost some loved ones, and God gave me that scripture to actually comfort me in that season. And I love that God just is able to, you know, He's He's that the Holy Spirit is there. He's our voice. He's a voice, and He comforts us even in our time of challenge. Um, so yes, that's just my story in a nutshell um, of my passion for just worship and just yeah. Worshiping God, loving God, and being, um, yeah, being stirring others as well to worship God. Lovely, fantastic, and I and I just see that also in the work that you do and your passion for the work that you do, Anthea. Um, would you like to share anything else about Focus on the Family and some of the other programs? I know we focus very much on the life to thrive this evening. Uh, anything else that you'd like to encourage the listeners about? Uh, you know, in terms of the work that Focus on the Family does or what Focus on the Family has to offer. Absolutely, Ingrid, there's so much that Focus on the Family offers. I think we need about a whole day to discuss it. But on our website, there is free resources. There's actually a, a web page for pastoral uh, pastors uh, alone. It's called Pastoral Resources. So free articles. And these are, again, research-based biblical sound advice, because often people will write in a question to us because they trust our advice. And um, we have broadcast, so those are free as well. We also have a Focus app, so you can download the Focus app off Google Play. And on the Focus app, you can listen daily to our broadcast. We have amazing broadcast on topics like marriage, grief, parenting, um, helping people. 
So those are great resources that you can really use to, to build your family, build your, your kids. The many other programs we offer, we offer parenting programs. We, at the moment, we have been doing a lot of um, feeding programs. We have an often care program as well. So yes, we are doing multiple things. Currently, we're doing a tour of events marriage events we are in Joburg next week so you can look at our website and if you're in Joburg you can catch us at those events um, but yes we are in on this mission to help families thrive I know certainly that focus on the family was for me uh, a, a very steadfast resource in a season that I was going through uh, in transition uh, in my family life, in family relationships, and even my marriage. And I remember every morning driving to work, 8 to 8.30, and I would, that would be my radio station, uh, CCFM here in Cape Town, listening to Focus on the Family. So by the time that I pull into the parking lot at work, it would normally be the last four or five minutes, and I'd just sit in the car and wait until the program finished, but that was my food for the day. Uh, in terms of just everything that I was going through and just helping me. And it's amazing how the, 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 the themes at any particular you know, time, given time, was just speaking to me. And I'm sure that many other listeners uh, have had that experience. And I just want to uh, share that with you, Anthony, as so, um, uh, Anthea, as somebody that's working at uh, Focus on the Family, to give feedback to the staff and to say thank, thank you. you for the amazing work that you guys do um, all over South Africa and with all your different um, programs and interventions and not to give up, to just realize that every single day you are touching the life of someone through the work that you do. I will definitely tell the staff that. Thank you so much, Ingrid. You're welcome. Anything you'd like to say in, in closing, Anthea? Yes, I'd like to say, you know, that um, I think sometimes we, we don't know the benefits until we actually, you know, explore them. And they are always, there's options available and there's help available. Um, you know, some, oh, one of my clients was saying, Ingrid, this, she said, you know, she was searching on the internet for, for help with her problem before she came to focus. She was saying everything about this problem of hers, it was addiction. Everything she was Googling on the internet told her that this was what she was doing was right. How shocking is that? And so when she, when she now was exposed to biblical resources through focus, she then was able to see that what the addiction pattern was, was actually not right. And it's not what God has for her in store. So how important that is with what we are exposed to, you know, and our kids are exposed to on social media. It is so important that we are um, plugging in and tuning in to the right resources that is going to help us grow in God. Wow, that's so true, Anthea. And, and we need to have the spirit of discernment grow and grow and grow and manifest in us. Um, and we can only do that if we are plugged into the right sources. I've been using that word such a lot lately, to be plugged in. I can't believe that you also used it this evening, to be plugged into the right resources, the right people, the right community, um, you know, to just make sure that you are thriving, that you are growing, um, and that we remain in hope, steadfast in hope. So thank you for that, uh, Anthea. 
Okay. Thanks, Ingrid. Lovely. So we're closing off the program this evening, dear listeners. Uh, just a reminder, this was Anthea Nabu from Focus on the Family. And we've been speaking about their Life to Thrive uh, program that they are presenting as of next week, uh, starting on the 3rd of June. It's online, so you don't have to be in Durban at the Focus on the Family head office anymore. Um, there's many, many resources available. So please, please, please make a point of going over to their website. And if you are a listener listening to our podcast sometime in the future, this is not a dated conversation. You can listen to it at any time. You can share it with your family and your friends. And please head over to the Focus on the Family website for more information and resources. Um, I'm going to play out this evening with the song uh, that uh, Anthea has written and has um, and sings, uh, and it is called Peace in the Storm. But before we go there, I'm going to pray to just close off the program and to, um, yes, just wish Anthea well and a team well uh, with the program that they're about to start next week. So let's pray. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you are alive and living and present in our everyday lives and, and, and in every way, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for this conversation that was held this evening that first and foremost, Lord, gives us hope. Hope, Lord, that there is a way out. Hope, Lord, that you are always near. Hope, Lord, that there are so many people around us that are willing to stand in, Lord, um, in every situation in life. Thank you, Father God, for focus on the family and the work that they've been doing for so many years. Please continue to bless them, Lord. Bless their resources. Bless the staff that works there, Lord. Bless the clients that they, that they engage with every day, Father God. Father, please also open the hearts and the minds of those that have listened this evening, Lord, to reach out for help, Father God, to know that help is very, very near and that you, Lord, have an unabounding love for them and never want them to be in a situation of hurt or hopelessness or helplessness. Thank you that um, there's these resources available, Lord, through Focus on the Family and other partners. Thank you for Eden FM, Father God, also for creating this platform, Lord, that we are able to spread your word and that we are able to provide hope to the lost and the least. Father God, be with the listeners, Father, um, as we go into the week ahead and uh, bless this upcoming program of Alive to Thrive, Father God, and may it bring healing, yes. Father God, to those that need it. And may it open up a deeper relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ as well, who is our Savior, our Redeemer, and our source for life. Thank you so much that we have this opportunity. Amen. 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 Oh. Thank you so much, Anthea. And oh, I know. Thank you. Thanks, Ingrid. Yeah. Thanks for promoting it. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, that's an incredible story about your drives. And mm. I know you did tell me before, but mm. it's really incredible. Mm. Yeah. So thank you so much, Anthea, for always being available also. And, and know that you can reach out anytime uh, to myself uh, and my, my team, and we can help you if it's promoting uh, and so forth. And uh, yes, if you want to get a word out there to the listeners through the various platforms. So listeners, but remember also our uh, Testify Facebook page and Instagram page for resources that we place there for events and activities uh, from partners that we engage with. 
And uh, I just leave you with a blessing this evening. And I hope that you will be further blessed by the song that you are about to hear. And it is called Peace in the Storm by Anthea C. Well, that's Anthea's name in terms of her artist, uh, her artist's name, Anthea C. Look her up also on Facebook and on social media uh, and see that the work that she does also with regards to worship. Thank you, listeners. Good night and God bless. Peace like no one.